Has anybody seen the market lately? Pantsuit futures are way down. You know, the uh, incoming Trump administration is promising to be the most transparent in American history. To demonstrate this, President-elect Trump released the text for his inauguration speech. Look, I know a lot of us are trying to be optimistic about the fate of our country, but is anyone else worried about the fact that the advanced text was completely in Russian? The final Trump versus Hillary starts now! You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. It's the little the little dessert course here on Trump vs. Hillary because we had to shut it down at uh, 10 o'clock Pacific time, and we really didn't know anything for sure. We had an inkling, an inkling in, a, in our, our boots, a, a bad inkling as uh, far as most of the panel's concerned. Uh, so welcome to what is really the final Trump versus Hillary. I'm your moderator, Christian Blatt, at Christian DMZ. Next to me... As she was on election night, Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. Not drinking this time. Nope. Nope. Because uh, you got to have a clear head <laughs> yep. in, the, the, in these troubled times. Uh, and uh, way down at the end of the desk, Stephen Humpkamp, who found his way here. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> at Stephen Humpkamp. And Buddy the Dog. I brought some reinforcements. Aww. And uh, let's take a look back over at the election map. Yeah. Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Now, you'll see the numbers there. Uh, gonna 215. Fill, gonna fill them in here. Yeah, 215 for Secretary Clinton. 244 for, spoiler alert, President-elect <laughs> yeah. Trump. Uh, so when last we left Trump versus Hillary, that's where we were. But what we're going to focus on first is our friend Drexel Hurd is taking mm-hmm. time out of his busy work day to uh, join us via the phone. Drexel. I keep coloring here. Uh, how have the last couple days been for you? I mean, I think that it, it got to be sort of a somber mood here on the set on Tuesday night. We didn't have the confirmation, but uh, the, the writing was essentially on the wall. And unfortunately, that writing was mostly in red, correct? It was, yeah. You know, I, um, you know, first of all, uh, you know, everybody that was there on election night, everybody did a great job that night. I think it was the first, it was the first time that After Buzz has ever done anything like that before. And it was four hours straight, and it's very difficult not only just to watch the returns come in, but to actually have to do a continuous show like that's always very difficult. Yeah, um, and I'll, I'll interrupt to point out, but, to, to pat ourselves on the back, yeah. we got 5,000 views right. uh, on that, which is great. Yeah. Anyway, back to what you were saying, though. Especially, especially with everybody all watching the networks at the same time. So yeah. to get 5,000 views for, for a a show that people already knew the results. Um, Except is, for is the great. fact that so, if you were watching CNN, we called Florida about an hour yeah. before CNN. So, uh, right, yeah. right. I think for me, you know, during the show the other day, people were watching, um, or my friends were telling me after, I think my, I kind of resigned myself to what was happening or what was about to happen around the time that we saw the numbers for Virginia. And um, I didn't say that obviously on the air, but, you know, if the numbers were as close as they were, he was leading quite a bit in Virginia. And then we saw the small bump that happened in northern Virginia for Secretary Clinton. You know, it was not large enough to where you're looking at the rest of the map going, oh, well, yeah, she's going to be fine. Um, and if Virginia was going to be closed, Pennsylvania was going to be closed, Wisconsin, and then so forth down the line in the states that she needed. Yeah, let me interject, uh, so let me interject for a in. second, Drexel. Uh, Pennsylvania, for me, when it didn't get called for as long mm-hmm. as it, it didn't, you know, you could tell the polls had been closed in Philadelphia. And mm-hmm. when those numbers didn't seem to, you know, right. I don't, it didn't seem to basically negate what they were getting from some of the middle counties. Uh, I, I felt like, all right, that's a pretty good indication for the rest of the country. Anyway, sorry, back to your thought. 
Um, so, you know, so I think, I mean, I'm pretty much a realist and you know, I saw the writing on the wall pretty early. So yeah, I kind of got myself in the, in the mindset of a president elect Trump. And I think we talked about that. I think I remember Chelsea saying, don't say that during the break. And, you know, that's the reality of the situation. And so for the next two days, people were calling and texting and asking me what I thought. And, you know, I just said, you know, at the end of the day, Historically, what we what we realize is that when the voter turnout is low, Democrats lose and you cannot win elections when you don't vote. And that's what happens. We can't blame uh, the Gary Johnson uh, people who voted for Gary Johnson. We can't blame the Jill Stein people. Democrats just did not vote. Uh, well, just like what about the fact that she didn't really go to Wisconsin and Michigan as much as a lot of people said that she should have? Well, yeah, she I mean, just did she, did she take those states for granted, do you think? I mean, obviously this is Monday morning or Thursday afternoon quarterbacking, but do you think she – that not even she in particular, but her campaign took some of those states for granted? I do think Wisconsin was a mistake. However, if you saw how they couldn't even recall Scott Walker um, twice – I think that Wisconsin was always going to be a, a state where um, Secretary Clinton wasn't just gonna wasn't gonna win. Yeah, and so um, really? I, I think uh, that I yeah, you could say she didn't, she didn't show yeah. up, but she showed up in Florida, plenty. She showed up yeah. in North Carolina, plenty. You know, so wherever you're going to be, it, it, wherever she Not showed up, it wasn't going to make. I mean, she was out for a little while. She was sick, right? But she also, I mean, we had she, Monday night. She had a forty thousand person rally in philadelphia with president obama what celebrities and, were there performing well it was president it was president obama well, that one was president obama Bondi. but to speak to to speak to pennsylvania uh, for a second drexel and Stephen. well you know everyone but uh you know when the weekend before the election uh hillary had a rally where both Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi were performing. Now, yes, they're Jersey boys, but, you know, South Jersey, that's in, you know, that's right there, the suburbs of Philadelphia. That's definitely, there's definitely a couple of local boys. And when you do that the weekend before, you realize that there, there's some problems there. And I think we saw a lot of that. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of ground to cover. So, Drexel, what I want to ask you about is, as this uh, reality has sank in, what are your thoughts sort of going forward for the Democratic Party, for people like yourself who were, you know, very ardent, very outspoken Hillary supporters? Uh, what do you feel like people should do, you know, obviously in the next four years, but also in the next two years when there'll be uh, midterm elections? Um, well, for me, the... You know, and I said this from the beginning, is that Hillary Clinton was a vessel of policy for me. Um, I supported Secretary Clinton because of her policies, not because of the person. And so for me, it's always, you know, I looked at Hillary Clinton and said, I agree with your policies. Your policies are where I align more than they did with when Bernie Sanders was running. So, yes, I agree with the the policies of the person. I think that Democrats have to are going to have to adjust. I don't know what that means. Yeah, are they going to have to spend more time in the Rust Belt states and try to figure out, you know, how do you, how do you um, talk about education when the dumbing down of America in Republican states continues to happen? And uh, I don't think you're going to, I don't think education standards are going to, you know, 
I mean, uh, I, I would look at uh, education standards as, as you know, a 50-state a problem. You know, I don't think that— It is a 50-state yeah. 50, 50 problem. I just mean in, you know, when, you, when you've got states that don't teach every— when you, Republicans tend to um, keep their people at bay with information— uh, not progressive information or not forward thinking information or innovative thinking. And so you see a lot of that. Democrats have to figure out how to not look as elitist. And that was the problem with Secretary Clinton. Yeah. And I, so I, when you. I, I and, think and, that. And so it wasn't. She, instead of talking to people, it seemed like she was talking above people. And that was a huge problem. Um, and Barack Obama, for, every, for as smart as he is, had that same problem. So you're never Democrats are never going to get a you know a candidate. If you look at the past few Republican presidents, the smartest president in the past three or four Republican presidents was George H. W. Bush. Yeah, Reagan wasn't Isn't that Obama smart. like praised for being smart. so relatable uh, to people that he speaks Bush with. Senior, what's that? Uh, hang, hang on to that thought because I want to uh, – what, basically what Stephen said is wasn't Obama uh, praised for being so relatable. Uh, I do think that the criticism of him you know, both times that he ran was there is there's this sort of – you know this elitist attitude, this I know better than you, just listen to me. And you know I think that that was a bigger problem for Hillary. It, it was – you know, because for President Obama, there was this enthusiasm. I mean, if you look at the vote totals, right. which we'll talk about in a second, mm-hmm. there were about three million less people who came out for Hillary than did for Obama. So she was right. not the same kind of dynamic personality. Obviously, you're going to have some degree of that turnout is because the opportunity to vote for the first African-American president versus the first woman president. But there was obviously something about him that was much more likable than her. Of course, there's going to be other issues. Uh, and well, I think well, that that's something. Well, let's. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you, was your mic even on. Yeah, Scott? no, no, I wasn't sure. I was going to say. Yeah. Uh, also, Trump had less voters too than yeah. Romney. No, no, so that's a great point. Right. There were less, right. voters less voters in general, in which yeah. speaks more to the, you know, the unfavorability, unfavorability of, both of, both of both of them. Right. And I think it's something and, and that. One of the things, go ahead, sorry, Drexel. I, I was just going to say because I know I, I, I know I want to get you guys. I want to leave so you guys can <laughs> finish the show. But one of the things that I wanted to say was, um, you know. Democrats took a hit, and I was telling my friend earlier who's really having a hard time dealing with the election because he's a huge Hillary Clinton personal supporter. Like, he really liked, just liked Hillary Clinton. And I said, you know, Democrats took a hit about three times this year. Um, you had, you know, the Clintons for the Democratic Party, in a sense, are like mom and dad, and now you've lost two parents. And then you have your your mom, who you kind of respected, and you knew you knew she what she was doing. You had your dad, who was adored. You had your uncle Bernie Sanders, who everybody really liked. You knew he was kind of crazy, really kind of out there, but they really liked him. You had Elizabeth Warren, who was put uh, Elizabeth Warren, who was put on the back burner. So Democrats took a hit this year uh, in terms of family, and uh, you know now you've got the kids, Cory Booker, sure, uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, you know, Catherine Cortez Masters already out the gate talking about. How, what kind of senator she's going to be um, out of uh, Nevada? So, <clears throat> I think those are going to be the standard bearers for the Democratic Party. Uh, Bernie, I think is he's he's going to be there, but I really think that the 2020, looking towards that, 
He's too old. Uh, Bernie Sanders I, I, will not uh, right. be I think that it, right. it, there's not really much of a question that uh, Bernie won't run for national, you know, won't run for president. I don't think right. we'll see, I don't think we'll so see Hillary at all. Do you, what do you think about no. what a lot of people say that Hillary stole the election, the primary from Bernie, and Bernie would have beat Trump by a landslide? No. And, and we would have had. We'll let Drexel, we'll let Drexel talk first because he's on the phone. And go ahead, Drexel. So. Because that is a very the, popular thing. I disagree. I, and and I, think, I think that was a mixture of a lot of, you know, muddled information that people were reading into. And, you know, what, whatever they felt about Debbie Wasserman Schultz, whatever they felt about the DNC, things just got a little muddled. Yes, people have their preferences, but no, the DNC didn't go out of their way to do anything against Bernie. If Hillary Clinton had won this election, they would have said the same thing about the general election. Hillary Clinton stole the general election from Donald Trump. So either way, you're going to get that. Your People are going to say what they're going to say. Sure. Okay, the now since, this, since the that, issue of the, the Bernie came up. Me, okay, go ahead, finish. Sorry. It's, it's very hard the with the phone. Is, is that, the fact is, is that Bernie Sanders uh, couldn't carry – his coattails could not carry – specific things, even in the general. Uh, here in California, where uh, Hillary Clinton won by, what, 2 million votes, uh, 4 million votes or whatever, Proposition 61 that Bernie Sanders came here four times for lost by 2 million votes. Uh, and he was out here quite, you know, he was out here quite a bit. Go ahead, Chelsea. Let Chelsea interject. Well, I want to, because uh, obviously because Bernie came up in particular, and Scott, you can go after Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea, respond to, there are several things that you'd like to respond to, as I can tell, so please go ahead. Well, if I don't get to respond in that moment, it's kind of like That's all right. Well, you talk about, yeah. uh, But basically, I do think that this would be different if Bernie had won the primary. Uh, I saw an article today that, you know, Bernie won Wisconsin, so... Wisconsin and you know, those I, I don't know um, I don't remember how he did in Pennsylvania and Ohio and he won and the Michigan rest. too. But I, I I think we would have had a different result and I don't know if it is because of the DNC's what did you call it um, blood muddled, muddling, muddled information or yeah. or if there was you know more to it than that. But I think maybe it's he didn't have enough time for people to know or or what i kept hearing was he would never win he would never win he would never win let's go with the safe bet we knew and that in the primaries though bernie against trump they pinned that up and we knew that bernie beat trump that's, outright again no no that doesn't yeah. we knew that in the primaries no, we did not no it's not no hang on let's no. let, we'll let scott yes, speak no. first cuz scott's tried to get in a couple times I, and then we'll go to drexel i will say is as much as i love uh bernie i'm i'm going to say that him being put up against Trump, when neither one of them had really gone out and actively campaigned together, doesn't mean anything. And we can theorize that he might have picked up a few votes in Wisconsin, which he might have. He could have won Wisconsin, but he still could have lost the election. There's, there's too many like theoretical things in there. There's a lot of Michigan. No, probably would have done a lot. Michigan's too close to call right now. Did he win Michigan in the primary? No, he did. Yes, he did. He did. He did. It was close. Boom. But I think to just assume that you switch out. I think if you switch out the blue, I think that you might get some different. Different results in some but, states. Uh, I think not, on the whole, and what no one had except for the USCLA Times poll, which we laughed about a lot of times on the show, yeah. which turned out to be the only correct poll, by the way. Uh, no one had uh, Trump ahead, and I think that they were underrepresenting 
look at you know cut to Scott they were representing the, the, the wrong man. The map for a second. Right. There is so much red on that map well, that I don't think it matters who the blue that, candidate is. That, that's what I'm is. saying. No, I, I think I it's it does. No, it does, it does to it some does extent. Not. But Bernie does doesn't not. necessarily you win. You put a Cory no. Booker in there, game over. You put Bernie Sanders in there, yes, it and is. If no. you put, and no. if you put no. Marco Rubio no. in there, maybe that's he's not true. Then I guess we're not believing the polls then. The polls are with somebody that was not running. You can think of polls about everybody. I'm talking about in the general. But in the general. We want to let Drexel go. Like if, if, if this election has taught us anything, is that let's not right. look at those let's polls. Let's not look at the polls, exactly. But I do think there is a – even among the conservatives <laughs> no. that I talk to who say that if it had been Bernie, he would have wiped the floor with Trump. 59 million people I did not vote for not, Trump. They voted a not Hillary no, vote. I disagree. Exactly. A lot I, of those, I disagree a on this. A lot of those stuff. people I, are not pro-Trump. Most no, of those people not. are anti-Hillary. No, they would have said, pro, you know what, no. Bernie, I don't like the taxes, but, again, but like myself, no. I'm a conservative, I don't love Trump. By the way, I just again, want to make sure, is, is, is Scott's mic on? Because are yeah, we picking him up on one of the... I feel like we're picking him up on one of the other mics. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, we'll let Bernie Sanders had it. The polls reflected a candidate that had not been vetted at right. all. And um, so you can't say, yeah, Bernie Sanders. Republicans would have. Okay. No, I, I, it's not. No, because it's theoretical. You, you so you're running head to head. We can't hear Drexel. We definitely <laughs> no. can't hear him when three other people are talking. So, uh, so take about okay. a minute, Drexel. So, so what I was going to say was you have a candidate. I liked Bernie Sanders as a Me person. Too. I like the problem him. with Bernie Sanders is that nobody knew his negatives, and Republicans always know the negatives, and they didn't use their negatives. Now you could say, "Oh, well, Bernie Sanders had no negatives," when but you he, can't say that. Yes, the negatives were that he had never gotten anything passed, but neither is no, Trump because he. No, 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 no. That's that's the negatives that Democrats said about Bernie Sanders. That's not the negatives that Republicans said about Bernie. Well, Sanders. yeah, we know. We know communists. That's they we know that that was about Bernie. Okay. Well, we know that it's the communist like attack has accomplished a lot, and her negatives are way greater than anything. No, that she has a long-term. Uh, she's been a senator. She's had a past as a first Bernie's lady. Been around for a no, very I know, long but I'm saying he's not been on the national, national stage. We, we can, years of corruption. We can talk no. more about uh, Bernie, you know, in the future. I, I, I wanna, think that I this is the mistake. Is our mistake? It's actually I'm blaming you, Christian. What did I do? If we had had this show right when Bernie announced, yes, it would have been a different outcome. Because we started this show at the conventions, and so Bernie got cut out like before we even got a chance to really talk about him. I know. Our, so I blame you. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know how much so it would have. It would have helped uh, Bernie, but uh, you know, we're clearly not right. a good luck charm for any candidates. Yeah. Drexel, uh, because I want to move on to another point, I'm going to start with Drexel first. We'll let him finish, and then we'll let him go, and then we can all talk about this. Uh, it's sort of a it's a broad topic, but at the same time, I think it's important that we talk about it before we run out of time, which is clearly, at least at this point, uh, Hillary Clinton had a larger popular vote than Donald Trump did. Mm-hmm. And we have the Electoral College. This is the second time that that's happened now in the last uh, 16 years uh, because, again, Florida notwithstanding, Al Gore did have <laughs> a higher popular vote total. And, again, just for Drexel, and we'll talk about it once we let him go, uh, do you think this is an indication that we should consider doing something other than the Electoral College? Do you think... It's wise to have the popular vote elect the president. No. I agree because with you, but I'll let you finish. We're not, we're not designed as a direct, direct democracy. Um, also, 
um, the state of California alone can decide an election. Totally. And mm-hmm. so with agreed. So Every with time. so with the you know I I mean and I I would love that as a Democrat uh, <laughs> uh, seeing liberal policies being controlled, but. The, the, you know, what works for California doesn't work for Minnesota, and I say that all the time. You know, I, I believe that states have individual um, nuances that are specific to them, uh, and their issues are not California's issues. And Californians, we live in a very big, nice blue bubble with our very liberal policies, and it's great for us. Um, but it just does not work for other states, and you can see that reflected on that big map sitting there. So, yeah. Um, you know, I don't think that uh, abolishing the Electoral College is going to help those smaller states because then, you know, if you looked at what happened in Texas, Texas was closer than it ever had been. If you start getting Democrats in Texas, if you start getting Democrats and look like in Georgia over the next few years, Georgia, Texas, California, New York, New Jersey, the big numbers, uh, the big states are going to yeah. are going to shut yeah. out uh, I, 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 yeah I think you you would never moderate, get you would um, never get those smaller yeah. states to ratify anything like that they would never uh, catch up yeah and, I, and they so, would never catch up yeah and that was just and sort they would of be underrepresented sort of taking the temperature of everyone because uh, there have obviously been some of those comments and there have been some great retweets from Donald Trump in 2012 when he mistakenly <laughs> thought that Mitt Romney won the popular vote and he went on and the on about the electoral college yeah. which is yeah not ironic well Drexel uh, let, we'll let you go in a moment thank well you said, so Drex. much for uh, your you invaluable contributions throughout this process. Now, we will uh, continue talking politics here at AfterBuzz somewhere in the near future, and uh, we hope very much to have you be involved in whatever that venture is, whenever it happens. And but uh, for political now... Political culture on VHL will be there, so yeah. come on and hop yeah, on to absolutely. political culture and, and it we'll was, continuing those conversations. It was great to uh, sort of have the, uh, the big crossover episode, you know? It's like the Flintstones yeah. meet the Jetsons. Uh, anyway, at, <laughs> at Drexel Hurd. Thank you, Drexel. Now get back to work. Thanks, <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. So uh, we, ha- we have Drexel's uh, thoughts there. Uh, by the way, if we could put up the chat room, I'd uh, be interested in mm-hmm. seeing what, uh, what our, uh, our chat gang our has to say. Audience. I-, I-, I don't know if Storage Yard resident made it there, but, uh, you know, I'm sure he's very happy. I don't know. Maybe he's still so busy celebrating. Uh, now, Chelsea, I turn yeah. to you because Please. I did feel bad when we were going live. I was given a hard out time at 9.55, <laughs> and Drexel kind of pushed us to 9.57. So I did not give you an opportunity to sort of give like a general feeling, and we know a lot more since then. So uh, I'd like to give you as much time as you'd like to sort of look back and think whether you think that Bernie has anything to do with this conversation, why you think Hillary lost Go right ahead, because you got cheated out of time, and that was not right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so (laughs) here... Someone just said in all caps, let the girl talk. She's (laughs) the only one who knows anything. (laughs) So there you go. I agree with that. So so here's here's the thing, is that the Trump voters spotted the right problem. The same problem that Bernie spotted. It was this economic inequality. It was this corporate takeover of our democracy that really shut out um, the middle class. And it was shrinking, and Bernie tried to fly the warning flags and tell us all in a loving, compassionate way and give us approaches to to cleaning house in terms of the uh, the corporate takeover. Um, It's what in part inspired me to go to Washington and promote these bills by participating in the sit-in and all of that. Trump's answer to this problem is sort of like 
we've got cancer, let's try heroin. It'll probably feel good. It's probably not going to be good for us, but, but we don't know what else to do. Whereas Bernie was offering the more practical solutions, but he was, you know, called a communist and not really taken seriously by the Democratic Party because he came from a small state and he uh, hadn't done enough. And it also didn't help him that his, you know, this was the election cycle that had been earmarked as Hillary's turn. Right. You know, yeah, so he comes was, in and it's like, right. well, you know, this really is Hillary's tough. turn. Yeah. But, but you know, America wanted an outsider and Bernie was kind of like the insider outsider. He really is. He had been yeah. around. He knows how things work. And that's the thing that Trump supporters are going to be greatly disappointed by is that Three quarters of the things that he says that he wanted to do, he constitutionally cannot do them. And some of them he exactly. doesn't want to do. Right. You know, I mean, right. obviously, any anybody who gets elected president makes a lot of promises that they're like, oh, I'm not right. doing that. But the he thing does is, does have a unified government right now. Uh, yeah, doesn't be able to do a lot but of there's things. Still, not, there's still a problem a with the things. way you, if, if you understand that the way things right. work. Now, here's the other thing about the way things work. I'm going to say something that probably half the country is not going to like me for this, but. And I sound a little bit like a five-year-old. The Republicans started this corporate takeover thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's been going on for a while. It got really big in the Reagan time. Everybody loves Reagan. But Reagan was promoting Alec. And Alec got their greedy little hands on every politician. They basically hired every Take politician. Take a moment to explain Alec. Alec I'll yeah. pretend that I know what it is. But uh, I'll act like this is for the listeners and oh, for the uh, audience. Sure. They it, need to know. It, I know what it is, of course. But yeah. please let the, yeah, let the yeah, audience know. Yeah, absolutely. So it's the American Legislative Exchange Council. And it's, you know... Are multinational corporations that all get together it used to be in secret until within the last five, ten years that activists sort of found out where these things were. Um, very supported by the Koch brothers. Well, now but it's just all, called the Bohemian Grove. I've never heard of that. But no. it's basically it's all the it's big banks. Queen it's song. all mm -hmm. telecom. It's all pharmaceuticals. It is the big, huge companies that most of us like don't want to do business with, but at this point we're stuck. We have to. Uh, a few years ago, there were a lot of people that petitioned companies to leave, and so there were a bunch of them that did, including Facebook and, and things like that, but um, even Coca-Cola, and some even like Walmart pretended to get out, but then would support ALEC in other ways. And ALEC has been the organization that's been drafting this model legislation and then purchasing a Republican, that's what I call it, and then giving that politician the exact language. I mean, if you watch the documentary 13th, there's a clip in there of where the lawmaker hands over a bill that he wants to propose, and somebody else is like, that's interesting. Is this yours or is this ALEC? Because you didn't mm -hmm. bother to remove the ALEC heading. <laughs> so ALEC has gone in and changed the laws in their favor. It has favored the big, huge corporations. This is how we've had jobs being shipped overseas. This is how we've had gridlock in Washington because we cannot do anything when big corporate America is controlling our politics. Trump's and actually talked against that, though. He's uh, talking okay, about but that's getting fine. the big but, money out of politics. He's been an insider. He's but been I've one never, of those But I have never mm -hmm. heard him talk about gerrymandering, uh, uh, campaign finance reform, um, right. closing the revolving door between Congress and lobbyists. How about the fact that you can be on the he banking has. committee and you can this. give money to the banking Senate members or their opponents? Yeah. It's just – it's a legalized system of corruption and bribery that we have. And Bernie named that and there are – practical solutions to it. If the Republicans started, just to interject, if the Republicans started it, the Democrats certainly picked it up too. Absolutely. Of course. It's not like it's yes. just no, a Republican. We're not, but I they understand. did start it. She's just saying that right, that's where that's it started. Hillary falls right no. into that big batch. Thank you. Which I believe right. is, Which is why what I was Melania had to say about her. 
Right. A lot of people. A lot of don't people. Don't, a yeah. lot of people did not like Hillary Clinton because of that. Yes, and including Trump was myself. Coming out yes. saying, I'm an outsider. I used to be an insider. But he doesn't and that know. With a lot of people. But he doesn't know enough about how to fix the because he right. doesn't know how the inside works. He doesn't know how how to fix it. It's like, listen, I've been driving a car for a very long time. But if I were asked to fix the car, I would have no idea That's because I don't know how. That's where his gets scary because we were. Yeah. Okay, yes. so so I just want to so to think that the Republicans all in power. You got. Tr- Trump and the Senate and the I mean we gave up a huge opportunity we lost Zephyr Teachout was billed to be the next Elizabeth Warren she lost her congressional run in New York to uh, you know somebody who was supported by a shit ton of money mm-hmm. um, the reason that we lost sixty one in California uh, this was the the bill that, or uh, ballot measure that said that California medical agencies would mm-hmm. pay the same rate for medications as the VA which is federally regulated and they pay the lowest of anybody and right. we wanted state agencies to be able to match that and how much money did the pharmaceutical companies spend to defeat it mm-hmm. 126 million dollars by the last time which is that. the wow. yep. most expensive ballot measure this election cycle if not ever mm-hmm. so and and they and they lied all the ads on TV saying that it was going to force the prices to go up for mm-hmm. veterans was a straight lie and that it was going to go up for the rest of us was also not even a lie. It was probably true because medication prices have been going up every year yeah. anyway, having nothing to do with this. So while that was a huge bummer, the only tinge of good news is that Californians did pass Prop 59, which is our instruction to our legislator to do to do everything that they can to overturn Citizens United. Sure. There were a couple of municipalities that did it, a couple states. Um, so if you're interested in overturning Citizens United and closing the revolving door and addressing this, look up uh, represent.us is a really great resource. They've got great videos and great information. And that is, I think, how we're going to end the corporate take over our, our country, mm-hmm. not right. Trump and so the Republicans. No. We it's just not going to happen. We only have it's 10 not. more minutes. Ooh, uh, I want to go. Uh, Scott's been shaking his head, and then I want to <laughs> go to Stephen, and then we'll kind of wrap it up. Uh, Scott, yes, the, there was a lot of head shaking, so please take a couple Thanks for the here. love, girls. No, I, oh, yeah, yeah, preach Chelsea, yes. says Olivia O. And Kim, oh, Kim K, the only Kim K. We yes. missed you. I anyway, didn't see you. Uh, go Aww. ahead, Scott. No, I was just going to go back to Electoral College because I do agree with with uh, with Chelsea and all that. But um, I, I do think the Electoral College needs some kind of uh, change if it's more broken up like well, Nebraska, they do, Maine. They do change the allocation for Well, vote, it's populate every 10 years, sure. yes. But I feel like instead of a winner-take-all for a state, maybe it's more broken up in like certain Maine districts and, like Maine, Maine and Nebraska. Nebraska both do that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because I do feel like... When you're talking about a couple thousand votes here making the difference of an election when it's millions of votes difference, that's where I kind of have a problem with that. I mean, I think that's something on either side. I think on either by millions. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. It was fifty-eight million to fifty-nine million. When the rest of them come in, it's going to be millions because California. It's going to be about two or three million. But I'm saying it's going to be millions, and the and the election was decided by a couple thousand votes. When you're talking about twenty thousand Wisconsin, sixteen thousand in Michigan, uh, another. 20,000 roughly in Pennsylvania, and that's tipping the entire election, whereas it's going to be a difference of millions of votes when it's done. I'm saying it should be allocated better, and that should be for – every side should want that because yeah. right now it's happened now 16 – it's happened twice now in 16 years, and that is to me not a good allocation anymore. When it was set up originally, it made sense, 
And I still think it makes sense to have that extra layer. However, now with the way the population is in this country, it doesn't quite work with the winner-take-all anymore. And I know there's been well, some states that have wanted we, to do We it. can't do anything about it because that would have to start in the House exactly. and then pass by the Senate. Right, and it's not, not going to happen, happen anytime soon. And, I know. And uh, before I, I let uh, Stephen have uh, some time, you know, there's uh, a lot of people have posted this, uh, this article on Facebook and social media about how the Electoral College electors in December, yeah. they can decide to not reflect the vote for their state for Donald Trump. They can vote for Hillary Clinton and she could technically be elected like this. Uh, of course, it is something that could happen. It is something that will not happen. No. It is also, yeah. by my estimation, something that should not happen. No. I don't think, Scott, you were very vocal Hillary Clinton supporter. You don't want to win that no. way. No. That is... That's like borderline chaos and anarchy. That's like going against the will of the people of your state just because you don't like it. I mean that's basically like if you went into your polling place and you filled out your ballot and then they they like erased it. And they're like, no, we're going to vote for who we want to. We know better than you. So uh, I've seen so much of that. And people are like, oh, I'm holding out hope. Look, the hope sailed. Okay, (laughs) Yeah, that's done. You you needed to get some friends together Mm -hmm. and get like three million other friends together and have them vote for Hillary Clinton if you wanted her to be president. And that didn't happen. Uh, Stephen. What I want to talk to you about, I wanted to make sure to give you time. We've talked about a lot of things that Hillary Clinton did wrong. What do you think Donald Trump did right? Things that you saw pretty much from the beginning and in the closing weeks of the ele- the election cycle. Yeah. What do I think he did right? Oh, man. Um, I mean, sort of, who, yeah. you know, he spoke to people who felt like they hadn't been represented in a long time. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely came across as, you know, I'm the outsider. There's just a lot of a lot of rhetoric. There's a lot of insults. There's a lot of a lot of people are, are in fear right now. I can't get on social media without people completely losing it. A lot of people think some it's, of them are viewers of this show and they yeah, see you. Totally, a lot of people think <laughs> it's the end of the world and everything. And first of all, I just want to tell these people, like, just hit your knees and pray to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because he's the end. He's the ultimate president at the end of the day. Um, secondly, I think that a lot of people are nervous about, I have a lot of friends on Obamacare. I have a lot of friends. I, I have Obamacare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. And they're worried about pre-existing their, conditions. their premiums yeah. going yeah. up, their deductibles going up, their insurance mm-hmm. being cut in half. So there, there are a lot of things that, um, I think they mildly agreed with on the conservative policy side, throw in the corruption and, and the lies. And then you look at Benghazi and the woman oh, chain. And, and here's the thing. WikiLeaks. It doesn't, Stop, bro, but to Stephen's point, it doesn't even matter whether or not those things are true, but right. you, you start telling that story right. and you hear it enough. And it's like Hillary Clinton. Oh yeah. Emails. Oh yeah. Benghazi. And then you just Haiti. You beat the drum right. and that's how you win. People have right. died. There's, you know, you know what I mean? So like, and, Trump has horrible words and horrible rhetoric and lies all the time too. And stuff like that. And he's, you know, he, like, he, he was smart and, enough yeah. to not really talk too much about policy no. in the debates and things. He talked and nothing about we policy. We talked about, you know, I don't think any of those debates did he, you know, kill it. There are some where I thought he did well for the first half hour, all these things we talked yeah. about. But he it's won not all the debates. And I know this panel, this show probably doesn't watch any of the Trump rallies, but I, I have. I've, I've seen I've some, seen but, you yeah. know. Dude, he covered a lot of policy. He covered a lot. Mike Pence has covered a lot of, a yeah. lot of policy. And I know, like, Someone LGBT, I will never, yeah, I don't support anything of Mike the Pence. The LGBT community is very nervous about Mike Pence, and rightfully so, because of his background. Well, it's not nervous. We're angry. I, I don't want to see him do anything. I totally anything, understand so. that. And I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about that, too. And I don't think socially they need to 
come bring no. the hammer down. I don't think that's right. Because they're going to lose if they do that. It's yeah. going to be bad for them. So I think a lot of people are nervous and scared right now, but I'm telling you, I don't think it's the end of the world. I think that yeah, a lot of people I are mean, just... But do you understand that it's it's easier for, for you, you to say that? And mm-hmm. I was called a racist 100%. outside yeah. for saying this to somebody else, but it's easier for a white, straight man... Mm-hmm. To not be as worried. I 100% agree. I, I also agree. But yes. let's look at Chicago. With Trump in office right now, I, I have no doubt. I really think he he's going to be policing yeah. these urban cities. I think he's going to go throw the National he has, Guard in Chicago. No, he's not throwing National Guard. You look at the... the we don't the have military of, the rule here. people who are shot and killed every month in Chicago right now. You put the National Guard in there, it doesn't happen anymore. Don't just put the National Guard. This is not Until military rule. This is not dying. military rule. People are rule. killing each other. Well, I mean, I think that something like I think like a Trump is going to come in and do something like that and help these urban well, cities. I, I hope you can keep dreaming because that's, that's not going to happen. In that respect, to keep Stephen's dreaming. It's point, not going to happen. Uh, someone in the chat room who goes by the name I go to eleven. It's not up there. I wrote it down. I go to eleven, which I give a, a huge props to the username. Uh, he said that you know he didn't uh, love this candidate and he was disappointed. Talking about Hillary, that she lost. But he feels that the world's not going to end. And yes, it is. I mean, we can assume that that might be a, a white male. And it is easier for them to say. Yeah. But that's the whole point of sort of what we're talking about here. And I will definitely let you get I, your point in because I learned last time don't <laughs> leave Chelsea hanging. People get very angry at you in the chat room. Uh, and I'll let you get into Scott. Uh, but that's sort of the point. It's that not I'm like making. the Clintons have been so nice to the urban community sure. either, calling them super predators the, and then the 1994 right. okay. crime. Keep in bill. mind, we only have a few minutes yeah. left, Stephen. Well, let's, uh, that's very no, important. That's though. not. That's 22 years ago over sure. a crime bill. That's, you know, but, again. I mean, Trump is doesn't still have having tremendous ripple effects today. Yeah, because people are bringing it up today where Trump and, has no and, record. Well, you know, how, how, how can we quickly turn that around, ending the drug war? You think. Rudy Giuliani or Attorney mm-hmm. General Chris Christie is going to end the drug war? No. I don't think so. Absolutely not. And this not. is really bothersome to me. Mm-hmm. Surgeon General Sean Hannity is not going to address that. <laughs> that, that A lot I of mean, states are coming around legalizing marijuana. Yeah, and, and so what's going to happen to that? Right. The Attorney General is going to may crack down on that. You know, Trump talked about the heroin epidemic in New Hampshire. How do you think that epidemic started? It's because pain pills were passed out like candy. Right. Sure. People got hooked. They got expensive. People couldn't afford it mm-hmm. anymore or their doctor wouldn't give it to them or then they went doctor shopping mm-hmm. and then they turned to heroin. So Bayer Aspirin Company started it. I, they're the ones that put it out. It, and it, they're all the pharmaceutical companies yeah. with big – and there's a study that came out that shows states with medical marijuana, doctors have issued fewer uh, prescriptions for painkillers right. and anti-anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and a whole series of conditions. All right. That's one thing. But we're talking about it's not the end of the world. And the world is actually what I'm more concerned about and more saddened yeah. for than the American people. Because if the American people wanted to vote for somebody crazy and mm-hmm. it only affected us, fine. But I feel really – bad for the planet the environment you're you know i think having buddy here is a great uh example of of Mm -hmm. of animals and 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 the earth that doesn't have any say it didn't have any vote the kids don't get any vote and the rest of the world especially the third world and i go to latin american uh, often and so that's what i am very saddened about because corporations through the united states allowing them to have exploited the people the resources the environment state I'm going to give so uh, Scott a uh, final yeah. moment here because we do have to wrap. Well, and I, but and I, the climate I promised change, you. Right. dear God. Yes. Right. See, that's what I'm concerned about. And I'm also concerned he's <sighs> never been tested. I'm concerned about him being responsible there, for our no, foreign look, policy. There are a lot of concerns. The, those obviously. are the things that make me scared. Uh, besides anything else, he has no – we have no idea what he's going to do. And that's the big question mark. And nor do I feel like he has the temperament or anything else of that matter that I feel I can trust him. I don't know who's going to surround himself with. Uh, there's so many questions I have. But, well, but that's why 
Astrobus TV is going to need us to continue keeping an eye on all of this. And we need everybody. Oh, oh, are we making an announcement? No, we don't have to. I have to get the name approved by (laughs) management and uh, we'll figure out dates and times. So, what you need to do is follow at TrumpHillary16 because that Twitter name is still active. And obviously, keep an eye on at AfterBuzzTV and you'll find out when we'll be back. You know, we're going to take a little time to decompress, but uh, we're not going to leave you guys hanging. So, thanks to everybody who was in the chat room tonight and all through the run of the show. Uh, You know, I think a lot of people are upset about the way the election played out, but we appreciate all the feedback and all the interaction we had. And, uh, you know, we tried to make it fair and balanced, unlike some other uh, venues for news and talk. So uh, for myself, Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, the invisible voice in the sky, Drexel Hurd (laughs) at Drexel Hurd, Scott Moore at S-Man 80. Uh, over there at the map. Did a great job on the map. Yeah, I paused while I talked. Stephen Helmkamp at Stephen Helmkamp. Buddy the Dog at Buddy the Dog. I don't know if he's at Buddy the Dog. <laughs> he's going to be and, a commercial soon. And Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. We could have talked for another hour, but yes. we just didn't have the time. I alone could have so talked to him. Make sure you keep an eye on us again at Trump Hillary 16. We will be back. There's a lot more to talk about in, yes, the Trump administration, but. It's not the end of the world. Pray, guys. We are going to be here. Oh, Jesus and Christ we will is try Lord. and talk you through He's it. He's got us. Uh, <laughs> and we will see you sometime in the future. Amen. Thanks so much, everybody. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.